there are people today who simply don't want to change. They don't want to leave their lifestyle riddled with sin or turn away from the poor choices they have made. They will not take God up on his promises and provision and power. Perhaps you've been in that situation. Perhaps you are in that situation. Here's what God says to someone in that particular situation. He says, get up and walk. That's what we're going to be talking about in this daily devotional, the Another Chance podcast series. Thanks for joining me. I'm Brian Sussman. I am really hopeful that this podcast will be inspirational to you, that it will be encouraging to you. It will equip you to better follow the one who said, I am the way, truth, and life. And if you need another chance, and gosh, we all do at some point in time, I'm praying this is the podcast that will motivate you to get on your knees and repent and receive that next chance from our Lord. I'm going to take you to the book of Mark, chapter 2. A few days later, when Jesus again entered Capernaum, the people heard that he had come home. So many gathered that there was no room left, not even outside the door. I should back up and say, so many gathered that there was no room left, not even outside the door. So he's, he's at a house, and people want to see him. They've heard about him. They want to see him. They want to hear him. And so many were there that there's no room in the house. He preached the word to them. He was preaching the Bible to them. He was preaching the truth to them. And then in verse 3, it says, Some men came, bringing to him a paralytic, carried by four of them. Since they could not get to him, Because of the crowd, they made an opening in the roof above Jesus, and they dug through it. Now, let's stop and think about this, because there are so many details that are not given. These zealous men were unable to get their buddy inside, so they come up with a crazy plan. They climbed onto the roof. They dug through the clay and the pitch. They removed roof tiles. They lowered their pal down to where they estimated Jesus to be. Can you imagine this scene? Obviously, these guys had previously seen Jesus in action, and they totally believed they could heal their buddy. And in addition, they were so desperate for this miracle to occur that they came up with a scheme. And I'm sure the scheme was obviously criticized by at least a few, maybe, maybe... (laughs) Maybe whoever owned the house. And on top of this, they had to somehow hoist their disabled friend onto the roof and then lower lower him through the hole they created. I mean, you might say they were placing their buddy's health on the line in order to get a healing. This is an incredible story. Since they could not get him to Jesus because of the crowd, they made an opening in the roof above And, digging through it, lowered the paralyzed man that was lying on this this cot, on this stretcher, if you will. 
So people are inside. They, they see dust coming from the ceiling. Then they see, see the ceiling open up, tiles crashing to the floor. Now, Jesus knows what's going on, but nobody else really did. <laughs> oh, this is beautiful. When Jesus saw their faith, they lowered the man, the paralyzed man on the mat, lowered him down to the ground floor. When Jesus saw their faith, I'm reading in verse 5, he said to the paralytic, Son, your sins are forgiven. Verse 6, Now some teachers of the law were sitting there thinking to themselves, Why does this fellow, Jesus, talk like that? He's blaspheming. He can forgive sins. No one can forgive sins but God. <laughs> Immediately, Jesus knew in his spirit that this is what they were thinking in their hearts. And he called them out. He called them out in verse 8. Why are you thinking these things? Verse 9. Which is easier to say to the paralytic, your sins are forgiven? Or to say, get up and walk. Take your mat and walk. So Jesus is saying, well, guys, you're probably thinking anyone can say your sins are forgiven. But you want to see God's miraculous power? Get ready. Get ready. Verse 10. But that you may know that the Son of Man has authority on earth to forgive sins... He turned to the paralytic. I tell you, get up, take your mat, and go home. Verse 12. He got up, took his mat, and walked out in full view of all of them. This amazed everyone, and they praised God, saying, We have never seen anything like this. Have you ever seen a miracle? Seriously, have you ever seen a miracle? If you have, I, I know your response. As a follower of Jesus, you witnessed the miracle and you praised his name aloud. When I've seen friends of mine come to know Jesus as their Savior, friends I never thought could possibly come to know him, or when I've seen people, when I've witnessed people who have lived a really rough life come to know him, oh my gosh, the praise, the tears, the jumping for joy. That's what was going on in this room. That's what was going on in this house. Jesus essentially told this man, your sins are forgiven. Okay, watch this. I'll one-up you. Get up and walk. Wow. Jesus told him to pick up his cot, go to his, and, and walk. Now, you know, the man could have had a pity party, I guess, and stayed on that sick bed forever and just begged for a living. He could have said, nope, I can't. Nope, I won't. He had a choice at that moment. He had a choice to respond to the call of Jesus or sit in his mess the rest of his life. He decided to respond. And that's why I ask this question. There are people today who, who don't want to change. 
They don't want to leave their lifestyle riddled with sin or turn away from the poor choices they've made or turn away from the addictions that they are bound by. They won't take God up in his promises and his provision and his power. And you know, I can understand this. I really can. I can understand this. They don't want to change because they think it's impossible. They think it's impossible to get off the drugs. They think it's impossible to get off the booze. They think it's impossible to get out of that horrible relationship. They think it's impossible, dot, dot, dot. My friends, there is a God in heaven who sent his son Jesus to die on a cross for your sins. Your sins past, present, and future. And upon his death and his resurrection from the dead, the Holy Spirit was, Jesus came after his resurrection, spent some time with the brethren, encouraged them, and left But before he left, he told them, there's going to be another one coming in my name. That would be the counselor of the Holy Spirit. In Hebrew, it's the Ruach HaKodesh. And he will live inside of you. And he lives inside of us. That's the Spirit of God living within us. And when you make that first step, it's repentance. God, please forgive me. Please forgive me. God, I can't get off these drugs. God, I can't get out of this bad relationship. God, I can't, whatever it may be. You repent. You come to know him. You confess him as your Lord and Savior. And he takes residency in your life. And it's no longer I can't, but I can. What does the Bible say? I can do all things through Christ who strengthens me. I'm going to say it again. Somebody needs to hear this. I can do all things through Christ who strengthens me. One more time. Please say it with me. I can do all things through Christ who strengthens me. You can't do it on your own. You can't muscle up and and make it through. You need his spirit. I need his spirit. We need his spirit. If you want change, if you want to break free from a vice that has its grip on you. If you want to break free from a lifestyle you are trapped in, an addiction you can't shake, an attitude, oh gosh, the attitude, the attitude you want to be rid of. You're sick of being critical. You're sick of being angry. You're tired of second-guessing everybody, including yourself then Christ has a word of encouragement for you, for us, for me, all of us. Get up and walk. You can do it because I will help you every step of the way. Be of good cheer, daughter. Be of good cheer, son. Arise and walk. I've got three closing scriptures for you that I hope will seal the deal for you. I want you to walk I want you to run. I want you to praise. I want you to be thankful. I want you to be of good cheer. Let's go to Galatians chapter 5, verse 1. It is for freedom that Christ has set us free. 
get up and walk, right? Get up and walk. He set us free. So Paul here in Galatians goes on to say, it is for freedom that Christ has set us free. Stand firm then and do not let yourselves be burdened again by a yoke of slavery. Get up and walk, brother. Get up and walk, sister. Continuing, verse 16 from chapter 5 of Galatians. So I say, live by the Spirit, and you will not gratify the desires of the sinful nature. Get up and walk. Be filled with His Holy Spirit. For the sinful nature desires what is contrary to the Spirit, and the Spirit what is contrary to the sinful nature. They're in conflict with each other so that you do not, not know what you want. See, don't be double-minded. Make that decision to get up and walk. And you know, as the Holy Spirit, I believe, is speaking to me right now, that means for some of you, get up and walk away. Get up and walk away from that relationship. Get up and walk away from those circumstances. Get up and walk away from your sin he will empower you. One more final scripture. This is from the book of Ephesians, chapter 1, verse 11. In him, Jesus, we were also chosen, having been predestined according to the plan of him who works out everything in conformity with the purpose of his will. Friends, you didn't choose him. He chose you. He wants you to thrive. He wants you to be alive in him. He wants you to be filled with joy beyond measure. He wants you to be wrapped in the peace that passes all understanding. Lord Jesus, I pray for that brother or sister listening right now that they will get up and walk. They know what that means. Get up and be strong in you. Get up and walk away from sin. Get up and be the man or woman of God you have called them to be. In your son's name, amen. This is the Another Chance Podcast Daily Devotional. I'm Brian Sussman. More on me at briansussman.com. Thanks for joining me, my friends. As always, God bless you. And God have mercy on the United States of America.